the one thing that I want to do for people in this world in general is help them see and understand that they can be great and do great things in this world. And the only roadblock for them becoming that is themselves. Welcome to Ridley Speaks. I am your host, of course, Carlos Ridley. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what is your calling? What is your true calling? Do you have one? Do you have a calling? And a calling is different from, you know, goals that you want to obtain or accomplish and things like that. It's really what you feel inside that if there were no boundaries or no roadblocks, what could I accomplish to create or build or help others do? And it's something that you probably have said in your in your mind a thousand times. You know, if I had enough of this or if I had enough of that, I would do this. I would quit my job and do all that. What if I told you those things are attainable to you? They are. You just have to get out of your way. But before we get into the meat of that, know that you can find me on most of the social platforms, Podbeam, Google Chromecast, Amazon, Pandora, Stitcher, Deezer, YouTube. YouTube channel has been in effect for a while. You can find me on all those channels. Also find me on my handles on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Ridley Speaks for both. And on Facebook, it is at Carlos Ridley Speaks. So I was thinking about this topic for a while and I wanted to really start digging down deep into, you know, the individual, the human being in terms of what our possibilities are. And this was something that really came to the forefront for me. So I was really wanting to really share some light, talk about myself in terms of what my calling is and what I found out what it was, and then talk about how you yourselves, and I'm talking to listeners, how you can obtain some of these things that you think are too far stretched out, okay? And I want to make sure that we dissect the difference between goals and a calling, now, for some of you, you might say, hey, Carlos, I don't have a calling. Uh, you know, I like what I do. I'm comfortable. You know, everything's good. And that's fine. I'm not saying that everybody has to have some type of calling. But for those of you that and, and, and really think about this and see if this sounds familiar, I really would love to do X. I really want to do Y. I hate my job. This is not fulfilling. I'm talking to you specifically, okay? Because I was one of those people. And in some regards, still am to a certain degree, but I digress. But the difference between, let's say, accomplishing goals, for instance, uh, I want to learn how to play guitar. I'm I'm learning as we speak on playing acoustic guitar. Um, I'm going and getting lessons. Shout out to Marshall at Thunder Road for taking the time to deal with an adult learner versus a teenager or someone like that. Uh, Speaking Spanish. Some of these might be familiar. Learn to speak Spanish, start to grow a business, um, lose weight. You know, those are, those are goals. Maybe not necessarily a calling. A calling would be something like, um, you know, you want to go into the ministry. You want to do ministry work, right? Um, 
go into politics. You want to become a politician, a councilman, a senator, or something like that. And that's kind of your calling. You want to help the community uh, on a larger level. And you think politics is the way to go do that. Activism, right? You want to speak out about whatever it is. Okay. There's a plethora of things you can do that. You want to start a foundation. Maybe it's for homeless or maybe it's for battered women, uh, underprivileged children, uh, children with cancer. My wife and I have a foundation that um, supports children with childhood cancer. Those are kind of the examples of kind of like the callings that I'm, that I'm speaking of. And those are just a few. There, there, there are endless amount of categories that could speak to you or have spoken to you. And there's really only one thing kind of standing in the way of that. And I'll get into that a little bit later, but let me give you an example of kind of my, let's look into my soul, so to speak, in terms of what my calling is Uh, on the surface. I've always been, even when I was a kid, I used to make up, you know, basketball leagues. I used to get kids in my apartment complex and and would form these teams. And we would form these leagues of like baseball, football, basketball. And I would, I I had this not knowing at the time as a child, right. As a, as an adolescent, as a teenager of, you know, bringing kids together who had similar economic uh, deficiencies that, that my family had, but I would bring them together and I would, I would create these different leagues for us to play after school in the summer. And I would create t-shirts that had, you know, our names on the back, our numbers on the front, uh, basketball leagues. We would go to other, other apartment communities that had basketball goals and play the kids over there. And so that was more of me at the very early stages of really not knowing that I had a calling of bringing people together, you know, reaching people. And as I got older, I started realizing that, it kind of grew even more that I wanted to serve people. I wanted to help people, you know, empower them to be great and do great things. Um, you know, where people are afraid to kind of step out into the areas that, that terrify them or scare them, you know, be someone who is there for them, uh, rooting for them, supporting them, trying to get them outside of themselves to be more than what they are. I see the greatness in people, you know, and I want to help them reach potential or, or, exceed that potential. And people have to be willing to, you know, accept that, right? They have to be willing to acknowledge that, hey, I can, I can do that. So like, so instance, for you, and I'm talking to you listeners specifically, have you thought about your calling? Have you even thought about, do I have a calling? Do I want a calling? Um, you know, when you know, and I think that's very, very important for, for me to say and for you to actually hear. You know when you know. You have this real sense of, again, going back to the beginning, if I had enough money, I would do this. Or I would create that. I would leave my job to do this full time. Think about that. Have you ever said that? <laughs> Some of you are saying right now in your head, man, I say that every day. That ain't nothing but a word. I say that every day. If I had enough money, I would lead a job. I would do X, Y, and Z full time. So what makes you afraid to do it? It's attainable. What, what's, what's the fear of 
really taking that leap of faith and jumping out into your greatness. And I'm really committed right now in these podcasts moving forward of moving away again, remember moving away from all of these negative things that we can discuss nauseam every day, right? And really talking about things that really progress us as individuals, us as a society. Let's build within, let's build within. And to do that, more of us need to really step out and say, Hey, I really want to do, I have a genuine care for this specific cause. I want to do something about it. And for me, like I said, it was to serve people, reach people, bring people together. But the real deep down thing is to help individuals see their greatness where they don't really see it. They might feel it time to time, but they don't see it enough to really break out and actually go for the things that they want to do, build and create the things that they that would make them happy and overall make the people around them happy to serve. So this podcast, again, is part of that. It's not the only piece, but it is a part of a calling that I have to reach people. I use this platform to be able to reach more people than I would be able to reach on a daily basis, just doing my daily thing, whether that's at work, whether that's working out, whether that's going to get lessons to play the guitar, whether that's going to church or whatever. I have an opportunity to speak and for people to actually hear what I'm saying on a larger platform in, in my hopes, my dreams, my hopes, and my prayers is that people will get something out of it that they then can take into other places of their life or to share with other people that help people speak out, create, and understand that there is something else there besides what I might be doing is just, you know, the daily rituals of life. Because we get caught up in, we wake up, we go to work, we come home, we eat, we go to sleep, and we do it all over again. And in the midst of all that, there are things that we want to accomplish that we just can't see it. We can't see it because it's misty. It's like we are seasoned to do these every day, wake up, go to work, come home, go to sleep, and then repeat, 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 repeat. On the weekends, if we're lucky, we have those days off. We can kind of do some of the things we want, but really, do we really do those things, right? So it takes some discipline, but ultimately it takes just saying, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm not afraid to do it because one of the things is we make excuses of what we don't have in order to do it. And two, we're scared to put ourselves out there. Case in point, again, I talk about this podcast but what was very, very um, scary for me is one, recording my voice and then me playing and hearing over because I think my voice is to me and maybe to you, I don't like hearing it over recordings. But it's now I'm putting myself out in the world on a platform where hundreds, maybe thousands of people could be listening, critiquing, forming opinions. And now they don't like me or they don't like what I say or they think it's stupid. 
So initially I had the fear of that. But once I told myself, it doesn't matter what some people say. And there could be thousands of people that hate exactly what I'm saying, hate my voice, hate the name of my show, hate me or whatever. But if I reach one person and that changes that one person's perspective on life about themselves and it creates something for them to be great, then I will take the thousand thumbs down over the one thumbs up. And so that's why I do what I do. And again, like I said, this is one part of it. The second part of it is the business that I started with my wife that she runs and operates. And and one day, maybe soon, I want to get her in here and tell her story um, near death experience, but her calling because she has an awesome story. And over the last few years, I've been begging her to kind of share it. And she's just now starting to get into that mode where she's not afraid to put herself out there. She does have a story to tell. There are people that were just like her that were struggling in some of the things that she was struggling in and she's kind of overcome them. She's still working, but it's an amazing story. And I want to have, I want to continue this conversation moving forward. Maybe that'll be, um, you know, your calling part two. I'll bring her in here, give her the platform to really share her story and to tell you where she was and where she's at now is the awesome story. So stay tuned for that. But even for her, uh, it was a, it was a comfort level. And at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable. And there is that point in time when you say, you know what, I'm just going to stick my foot out there, take that leap of faith and whatever happens, happens. Because at the end of the day, there are going to be more positives than negatives. And I said that a few uh, podcasts ago. Specifically, I was talking about the year 2020, where there were more positives than negatives. And there always is. But we tend to dwell on what's negative because it's so big and up in front of our face that we don't take the time to look at the positive things happen in our lives. And I can be 100% that. This podcast has been a very good thing for me, not only for myself, but but the people that are around me and the people that I touch that, you know, are afraid to to speak on their own terms because they're in fear. And my calling, because I was able to take that leap of faith, I've been able to provide a voice to other people that used to think like me or thought like me or didn't speak on things that they really wanted to. Now they have a platform. They have someone that they know has their back and it will help support them. The other part of this is, like I said, that the, the business that we started, it's called team Ridley. I, I gave a shameless plug on it in season one, but team Ridley is a three prong type of business that works with, you know, small businesses. There's a lifestyle portion of it where we work with individuals in their homes, uh, helping them create space to live in their homes, helping them create uh, a better work-life balance. And then we have a coaching uh, arm on it, which is where I want to kind of transition into now, because I talk a lot about empowering yourself and being great and having a voice. And there's a lot of people that aren't afraid to do that, but there are people that need that little extra push in our coaching services are geared towards that. So if you're looking to expand yourself, uh, your life, you're having troubles with really 
grasping on the things that you want or your professional career is not where you want it to be, we can help. Uh, that's something we specialize in. So not so shameless plug. If you are listening to this and you're having issues or you want some more support around developing yourself, uh, creating different things within your life, you just don't know where to start, Team Ridley Coaching can help you. And so you can find us on team-ridley.com or you can email me directly at carlos at team-ridley.com. That's carlos at team-ridley.com. Check us out. Let us know if you have any needs. We're here to help and we want to help. Again, we want to help people conquer their world. And this is an opportunity for us to do that with you. So let me go back to the topic of what is your calling? We can't be afraid of ourselves. We can't be that roadblock to prevent ourselves from doing the things that we want to do. And for a lot of people, it's some of the people around them that's kind of making them feel like they can't do things or that it's stupid or it's dumb. And all that really is, they're not, those people, and some of them are are family members or close friends. When they do that, they're really not saying it because they don't have faith in you because they really do. They have all the faith in you in the world. It really speaks more to their own fears because they can't fathom that they would do something like that because they're scared. So they're almost like in the same boat you're in, but they're just wanting to reassure you of how afraid you are and how scary that is. Those are the people that you have to respectfully close your ears to, but not get upset with because at the end of the day, they care about you. They don't want you to fail, right? But in them not wanting you to fail, they prevent you from moving forward because you start thinking, man, they're right, you know? What if I do this and I just totally fall flat on my face? Well, well, you might totally fall flat on your face, but that won't be because you're not worthy of doing the things that you want to do because you are worthy. You're smart, you're intelligent, you're caring, you're giving. You're strong, you're powerful. Those things don't change because those things happen all the time. Michael Jordan didn't win six NBA championships Just like that, he failed a lot before he got to that point. LeBron James didn't win every championship. He failed a lot before he got to where he got to. When you think of these sports analogies of failing, and I can go into other things that are outside of sports, but failing only increases your ability. You learn from your failures. Yeah. I fell flat on my face a lot of times. And sometimes I just was like, I don't want to do it. This podcast was in the making for at least, at least two years. Okay. And I went back and forth with, I don't want to do it. Or I don't have the time works too much. I I don't have a lot of time. I don't have enough time. And then I don't have enough time. And then it's before you know, it's it's a whole year later. And then you're like, well, I'm going to start. I'm going to think about it. And then it's like, you start quote unquote thinking about it. And all that is, is a stall tactic. We are masters in making excuses and creating stall tactics. 
And sometimes it's, it's, it's quite hilarious if you think about it. There's no wrong in it. There's no shame in it. But we create these obstacles and these roadblocks for ourselves. And then we try to blame it on something else when it's really us. We are our own worst enemy when it comes to obtaining the things that we want. So when we talk about what's your calling, think about this. Take a, take a, a deep minute and think about what is it that I really, really want to do that I really, really, really would move the world to do if I could only have more time, more money. Because that's usually the start or the root evil of you not doing something. You're making up the excuse that you don't have a lot of time, you don't have a lot of money. The third one is I don't know where to start, which is legitimate. And don't get me wrong. The time and the money thing can be legitimate if you make it legitimate. But think about this. Think about this mindset. Transform your mindset to think this. There isn't enough time not to. No amount of money will be greater than you actually doing it. Not knowing where to start is just another way of saying, I need help. And for a lot of us, we don't want to ask for help. We don't want to seem weak. We don't want to seem like, well, if I ask for this, they're going to think I'm stupid. It's the fear of everything. The fear prevents us from doing most of the things that we want to do. So in terms of, I don't know where to start, that excuse that we have just dispelled because I told you I'm here, my team is here to help you. Okay? We don't have a lot of, we don't have the time Well, you'll never have the time. There's not enough of it. You don't have time not to. Then think of this. There might be something that you want to do that you would say, hey, Carlos, this is my real calling. And because you're not doing it, think of all the people that it could impact for the better. Because you're not doing it, it's not happening. Think, Think of it that way. Because I'm not going after the thing that I want, the true calling that I have, others may be suffering because of it. Now, that might be a hard pill to swallow. You might be saying, Carlos, it's not fair. But life isn't fair. But what is fair is you reaching your full potential or exceeding your potential, being great. Now, great is just the word in the language that we've made up as being kind of this higher lifting type of thing. But we are great. And not to get too religious or spiritual with you because it's not what I do on my show, even though I am like that. But God created us in his image, which is great. That makes you great on principle. Step out on faith. Take that leap. Understand that your calling is a contribution to this world, not to just yourself or the people around you or the people around them, but to the world. We have that much impact. 
and you are not the only one missing out. The world is missing out on your greatness. That's all the time I have on this podcast. I want to thank you for listening. Please reach out to me as it relates to any personal coaching that you would like. Remember, that's team-ridley.com or reach me via email at carlos at team-ridley.com. Find me on all the social platforms, Podbeam, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, everything, literally, just type in Ridley Speaks, you'll find it. Again, I want to thank you for joining the show. And like a thief in the night, I'm out. <laughs>